3: big thanks to the fantastic team at o'connell's bar in galway for generously supporting this season of deep roots make sure to visit their website at www.oconnellsgalway.ie and give them a follow over on instagram to keep up to date with all the latest news and any special events that's at o'connell's galway and without further ado let's get back to the story Day Sana, I feel a little bit disconnected. Podcast. Not sure if you guys can feel that in my words, but something just feels a little bit off for me over the first three days. It's so different from the isolation of the North Atlantic and to a certain extent the isolation on Everest because I did spend a lot of time on my own despite the fact I was in a group, you know, chasing the group, chasing to catch up with them and then this isolation and then going back to Everest Base Camp later and being on my own and and uh, pairing up with a personal Sherpa and doing the rotation alone. So there was... You know, having, and also having my own tent to record in. So um, here on Killy, I've been, um, I've been in a tent with my good friend uh, Christian Short. So I suppose I haven't had that space that I'm used to, um, and that time alone, and that time inside, um, witnessing my own actions and thoughts, ideas. So maybe that's it. I'm not sure. Even when I say it out loud, I'm not sure. I feel I haven't been, like, to a certain extent, you know, embodying values that are important to me. Honesty and authenticity, so... That's what I'm trying to kind of almost use my words right now to plug back into one of the girls in the group, Jen... Asked me today, am I getting much from the expedition? Because that's what I had asked her earlier. I abruptly said, well, I I said no. Um, I put thought into the answer, but it was quite... When it came out, I realised I hadn't really framed that answer. What I should have said was in comparison to my last few expeditions and in um keeping in mind what I look for from these experiences are you know learnings and growth and um insights and um, thoughts um Often, so many times, come from pain, stress, discomfort, duress, negative emotion. And there's been none of that so far. (laughs) It's been grand. And not to, not to. Diminish the challenge here, because it is. I mean, I have had to work hard. You know, yesterday afternoon, I did struggle a little bit with uh, some nausea, a little bit, a little bit of nausea, a little bit of a kind of a um, the what I felt was the kind of the start of a headache. So, so it's had its moments, but generally, it's been it's been grand. You know, there's been there's been no real struggle. So much good is hidden, is locked behind struggle, striving, struggling and striving to attain or achieve or reach something that is meaningful and important to you. Is climbing Kilimanjaro deeply meaningful to me? It's not. does that worry me a little bit it does a little bit being aware of that is very important it mightn't be deeply meaningful to me but it is important to me and I'm surrounded by genuinely fantastic people I'm Literally blown away by the group, and um, to have somehow found themselves here together on uh, Killy. And um, I want the experience of everyone within this group to be something substantial, something important, and something meaningful to them, including myself. So I'm feeling responsible. I'm also feeling a bit regretful for my answer. Because I thought about it a lot subsequently and I realised it was a poor answer to give. Because I'm I am getting something important from it. Connection. Connection with these sixteen individuals connection with the guides Simon Dr Jerry connection with the larger group our guides Fred Walter Edison Marion, Bob Gabriel I've had really connecting conversations with people here Frank Lisa Jen today Ray Fuck I've laughed at Ray (laughs) Little shout out to everyone down in The Pedigree Corner in Leash Somewhere Ray's local I think we should uh, I think I'll be suggesting a reunion At some point for this group In in that uh, What looks like uh, He showed us some videos What looks like a bit of a wild Corner of Ireland But Um Yeah, just a great group of people, so a bit regretful about that answer I gave. (sighs) The climbing is a little bit of a side note today for this podcast for me, but um, yeah, we we went up the Barranca wall today, which was cool. It's a bit of like kind of all fours climbing, a little bit of scrambling. Um, It was enjoyable. I love that. I love that kind of... Place your body and mind find itself when it has to kind of climb, almost instinctually a um, a complicated what looks what may look like a complicated or cha- challenging um, route ahead. We are now at uh, Karanga Camp, uh, so we've had a nice afternoon rest. We've been kind of group of us, hung around the mess tent just chatting, uh, having a bit of a laugh. It's lovely. And now we have dinner and we're having a quiz tonight organized by a great guy called Peter.
0: Maybe someone can guess. No yet. Not yet? Egg salad. Egg. Egg. egg salad. This is topping of egg salad, but inside there is mixture of cucumber and uh, mango. Okay. Oh, no. right. Nice.
3: Loud. <laughs> so we have pizza
2: here. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Day four done, and I am really starting to enjoy the trip. Finally, we started off today with the Branco Wall, which is a 300-meter wall. It looks quite daunting from from camp. It just looks like a sheer, quite a face or a cliff and but once you get there it's kind of zigzagging up to the top and more of a climb rather than trekking which we've been doing for yeah for the rest of the days or for the other days and um after that it was pretty much just trekking through down into valleys and back up and just rinse and repeat that so it's about five hours in total my body feels good i feel strong and tomorrow is the start of the big day. So we go up to Kosovo camp at 4,800 meters. We're 4,000 meters now. And we get up there for around lunchtime. And we, after lunch, we try and have a bit of a snooze. I think then we have a bit of dinner. And then we try and get a bit more sleep again before waking up at at midnight or one o'clock to go for the summit. And... I'm looking at it right now. I can do it. Yeah. I know I can do it. I don't think it's gonna be easy from what uh Simon, the head guide, and Jerry the doctor have been saying is that it's a real slog. Yeah. So imagine being woken up at twelve o'clock at night after about two hours of sleep and then having to go climb in minus I don't know, minus ten degrees up the side of a mountain in the dark. Doesn't sound too appealing. Um, But I'm looking at it now. Yeah, feeling good.
0: So when we left Barranco camp this morning, um, we were faced with the Barranco wall which is about 300 metres gain in altitude um, it was something I was not looking forward to I don't particularly like heights I don't like feeling exposed um, or vulnerable and heights where there's a drop certainly make me feel that way um, I don't know where that comes from but it is what it is um, and I was also feeling a little bit lightheaded, which probably didn't help either. And that's probably just a side effect of the altitude. But um, I have to say um, the guides and our team doctor were extremely attentive. Um, and taking me on it at all times. Um, I chose to just focus on my breathing and... You know, just really pay attention to what what um, the lead guide where the lead guide was putting his feet and 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 hands and trying to do the same. Um, it was it was challenging, and particularly particularly in one or two sections. Um, but um, there really is a sense of um, elation, really, of, of having got to the top of the branco wall. Um, and, you know, I suppose facing facing my fear and and doing it anyway um, really wasn't easy. And, and I guess people who don't have a fear of heights or, or that don't possibly get that. But um, for me, it was a big, a big success today. Um, and i have to really thank the guides um they were just really so attentive and so so supportive um at all points um we are now at um karanga camp so so after uh reaching the top of branco wall we we had some snacks and tea and stayed there for a while um again just acclimatising as much as we can Um, then we descended back down a couple of hundred metres quite a few actually Um, not sure the the number Um, didn't didn't realise it was as steep as it was until I looked back Um, and then we had to climb again to reach Karanga Camp so we're now at 3,950 meters officially, um, and we'll stay here for tonight before we push on tomorrow. So it's at the moment it's all about climbing high, sleeping low, and you know that gives us the best, the best uh, chance of, of reaching the summit. Um, hard to believe, but we'll be, we'll be going to Kosovo Camp tomorrow, and then. To late tomorrow night stroke Monday morning so just around midnight we'll be we'll be heading off for Uru Peak um, it's meant to be a hard a hard slog um, it's eight hours up apparently um, six hours to Stella Point where hopefully we'll get to see the sunset and then and then two hours on to Ouro Peak and then a six hour trek back um, so 14 hours in total but um i'm i know it'll be well worth it and, and that's what this challenge is all about um so today for me it was more than ever about focusing um on the positives trying to focus on my breath trying to control what i can control um, and let the rest take care of itself as uh, they chant here our team you know part, part of the chant goes one team one family and that was I really felt that today, and it was so special.
2: We'd be climbing this sort of day, so we were on our hands and feet for parts, our hands and knees for some parts of it. Um, Branko Wall is what it's called, and you, you know, ordinarily, if I was to see something like it, I'd be going away. You know, way. I'm going to be climbing that and um, you now some of us was standing up but um, I think we went all the way up to 4,600 metres it was quite exciting because you you had to kind of move your feet and legs and anticipate where to go, it was kind of like a, um, I suppose a proper climbing um, in parts at the very top um, of Branco Wall like it's a huge kind of cliff edge it's uh, and you're kind of going up there is a there is a path so it's not like it's not risk it's not like uh, you know one of these crazy climbing places at all at all but um, I suppose it's far beyond anything that I've ever done before um, now I wouldn't necessarily be daunted by it because I suppose I, I'd have the view that they're not going to bring us up it unless they don't think we can go up it so um, but it just ordin- wouldn't be ordinarily something that I'd even consider. Um, the mountain always looms in the background. So, but for the first time today, with the view that we had, it felt more close. Now, by the end of the day, it's nearly further away because what we do is go up and go down. Um, so you go up to, you, you basically uh, climb high, sleep lows. They, so they, they try and bring you down for sleeps. So it'll be a little bit better. I think the idea is that, you know, the longer you stay in a certain altitude, it does take a, an amount of time to, to acclimatise. And we don't have that much time, so we have to go back down again. And you get into a bit of a rhythm of that. One part of today was like a big huge valley and you go down the valley but then when you look up any time I try to capture the footage it just doesn't capture the enormity of it but it wasn't actually too bad. Um, we were told not to be frightened of it but even still when I looked at it I nearly wanted to puke. Um, last night I had a better night's sleep. Um, I got a little something magical from the doctor and, uh, so I got three hours... In reality, if this is you know, since since the flight over, and then the hotel, and then night one, night two, night three, I I have not slept. So last night was the first time I had three, four hours sleep. So that definitely made a difference today. All the same, I still woke up nauseous this morning. Um, Then I took Panadol. Just got up at half five. And it slowly brought myself around. Um, you know, I had the cup of tea, uh, sat there for ages and ages. Like, we get a kind of a call at six. I get up at half five and do the thing that uh, you know, get everything in order, so I can sit for a little while. Everybody's absolutely lovely on the trip, um, and that's not just a thing to say. A big part of the walking is it gets stopping beside somebody and just a conversation sparks up and it could be about anything and everything and um, that's quite amazing really another thing um, is the doctors and the guides uh, it's one thing doing a job I suppose but this is another thing being a really kind uh, empathetic human being and they are that with abundance uh, like last night when we had arrived in camp I was feeling pretty fucking shitty. And um, what makes it all wonderful is the... It is an outrageous place to be here. You know, you look down and what you see is clouds. It would be like being uh, close to the sea. If you could imagine looking out towards... And you'll say to yourself, well, there's the sea... What we have is a sea of clouds, and I just look at it and I go, "Oh, what i mean I, I, it just feels like are we're, we're in a different place i mean we're in a different above the clouds it's uh, <laughs> so there's nothing you can say about it only that it's there's just nothing and also uh, there's just not, there's a whole universe going on underneath. Ugh, apparently but you know it's just cloud and then and then of course the the mountain is there uh, looming and um, it's not that uh, you'd be thinking about the mountain and go trying to get there or whatever but you just turn around and you see this enormity <laughs> and you don't You don't imagine that, um, actually, you're going to climb that. You you don't imagine... You can't even bring yourself to imagine that you'd climb it because, well, you you couldn't climb it. So we're guided around. And um, the idea of doing this alone, for example, now carrying your own 15 kg but actually it'd probably be 30 kg with your tent and everything. I mean, obviously people have done it, but... And it is doable, like, you see the human performance, you see the human, like, the Sherpas, and the, the locals, uh, they're running up the mountain, like, sometimes, and and they've got a bag three times, four times, five times the weight of yours. So what happens is that they, we have our food in the camp, our... Just to describe what happens, we get our food served in a nice little tent every day. We come in and our bag, our main bag is left in a tent that's put up. We leave before them and they dismantle the whole campsite. We leave before them on our daily walk, our daily trek, and they dismantle the whole campsite, so that's... 10, 12 tents, if not more. The main tent, their own tent. And they get there before us and we arrive with the tents in place. And it'll be lunch or dinner and we brought a bowl of hot water. So, you know, I mean, I'd like to believe I was a, a warrior. But, I mean, these uh, guys are... In, in terms of the mountains, i admit, Um, I'm a baby like so you know it's it's just so interesting though to see and then they're like a lovely presence all the time there's a few that um, I'm not great with names but one is Thomas another is Gabriel um, and they in Britain there's another Bob I was talking to who's in university studying wildlife um, in Tanzania which is a pretty cool thing to study, um, they are constantly hovering around us. So they they bounce ahead of us, we pass by, and then we'll find that they're already up ahead of us as we're trekking along. So I suppose on one hand, uh, 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 I suppose I look at the performance of the body. Now a part of it is acclimatisation, but also just shows you what, the body can do like these they're bounding around the place
3: day four in the bag group seems to be in good stead everyone's strong Darren particularly he's come he's fought through whatever sickness he had he's feeling good yeah everyone's looking good Um, so far there's a bit of nerves and a little bit of Trepidation still but um yeah, we're kicking on. Alright. That's it for today from me. Keep striving. Cheers.
2: So I'm just doing a little check in. Um in the background there's a quiz going on in the in the tent. Um uh, which I'm raging to miss I just got a, a little bit of um, well I could hardly tell the fuck t- tell the doctor but um, I got a bit of bowel sort of movement and uh, let's just say at the moment I put a tiny bit of food into my gob stuff started to stir and it's uh, anyway it's not that, I mean, it's fucking, it's diarrhea and um, gas and the whole that like, so whatever. This is the reality of it. Um, I got a bit emotional, um, so fucking, I wasn't sad, I just cried. Um, it's funny, like, it just, body uh, uh, it's all starting to kind of add up, I suppose. some good questions there now it's actually keeping me going a little bit I just can't be in the room there because for uh, uh, obvious reasons okay they're now correcting one of the rounds I'm missing it all I'm missing the fucking crack oh fuck anyway right bye now
3: Again, thanks to our sponsors, O'Connell's Bar in Galway. Remember when you're in Galway and you fancy some top quality pints, great conversation and a friendly atmosphere, head to O'Connell's Bar. Don't forget to explore their award-winning beer garden where you can enjoy live music, delicious pizza and the best home-cooked chips in Ireland, courtesy of the Dobros and Prati. And make sure to follow O'Connell's on Instagram, so keep up to date with what they're doing, any special events, and their latest news. It's at O'Connell's Go Away.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.